0: This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty.
1: Cooking with you at 1-800-919-3776. Also on Twitter at ESPN at ESPNNY98-7FM. Along with Brian, the Good Vibes 365, and Jake. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. Hope you're having a fabulous, fabulous Thanksgiving Eve. And from all of us here on ESPN New York Tonight, we hope and pray that you and your family in any what shape or form that you guys can get together tomorrow to be COVID-19 safe. We hope that you do that. And I want you guys to focus on just being with family, no matter how you are able to be with family, that that's the most important thing. Obviously, you would love to be around a bunch of people and hugging the way you have been in the past. But right now, that's not a smart way to do things and it's disappointing it's frustrating it's it's a lot of words for it but I just want you guys to just you know try to be smart and try to be safe and try to understand that better days are coming and this 2020 is going to be a year that <laughs> we will not soon forget right we will not soon forget let's go to work on ESPN New York tonight the Wednesday night edition so I'm kind of torn and I, I'm torn because if you look at our poll question, that hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore seven FM, I'm using JT Riamuto for discussion in the poll question. I don't want JT Riamuto to go anywhere, but in Queens. <laughs> okay. As a Met fan, that's where I want him to go. I want him to land in Queens to work with Jacob Degrom and, hopefully Trevor Bauer and Noah Syndergaard when he returns. That's what I'm looking for. But this Gary Sanchez situation is very, very fascinating to me. And it's fascinating enough that that our Michael K is all over the media, right? And, and it's funny because they said that Michael K rips Aaron Boone. I heard him. As a matter of fact, uh, Michael talked about it today. He didn't rip him. He was just honest. He said what any Yankee fan would say, he said what any honest reporter would say, he said what any analyst would say. What the heck is going on with Gary Sanchez and will he ever be good again? And that's the concern that you have to have. That's the concern. And if you're the Yankees, December 2nd is an interesting day. December 2nd, That's when the Yankees have to tender Gary Sanchez's contract or he becomes a free agent. He hit, ready? 147 and struck out 64 times in 156 at-bats last season before being benched in the postseason. Okay? And what Michael was referring to was Aaron Boone's response protecting Gary Sanchez by saying that he's been unfairly criticized a lot. Okay, we heard that when Joe Girardi was here. As a matter of fact, that's part of the reason why Joe Girardi is not here and he is managing down the turnpike in the city of brotherly love because he's not warm and fuzzy with today's athlete. He's not that guy. He, you, you know. And look, everybody understands that you can't treat everybody the same way, right? When you're a coach, a manager, you can't treat everybody the same way. You have to manage to the personality. And listen, Joe Girardi is a guy who was straightforward and brutally honest. And when he talked about Gary Sanchez defensively, he was straightforward and brutally honest. And he was correct. As a guy who made his tenure in Major League Baseball as a defensive-minded catcher. He could swing the bat a little bit, but he wasn't there. Jo- Joe Girardi was not hitting 35, 40 home runs and driving in 120, 125, 130 RBI. He was there for his ability to handle pitchers. He was there for his ability to block the plate. He was an outstanding defensive catcher. And when he saw not only Gary Sanchez have the pass ball situation, but then those times when he would just like jog leisurely back to the backstop to get the ball. Okay, like, you know, like, like like the ball gets between his legs and he's like, I'm going to get the baseball. No, no, turn around, hustle back there, show me something, try to get the guy out. Okay, the ball got past you, got it, but can you can you go back there and at least try to throw the guy out at second base? Could you do that? And that's what Joe Girardi was frustrated about. But he was Babe Sanchez when he first came up. He was hitting the ball out of the ballpark. He was launching. We were talking about, even before they were talking about launch angles and and exit velo and all this other stuff, he was blasting the ball out of the ballpark. When you look at what Sanchez did in that year where the Yankees you know, flip different players because they weren't going to make the postseason, and still almost made the postseason. You were looking at the future. This guy was, was ticketed to the hall of fame as one of the most offensively great shorts uh, catchers we've seen in baseball. And then the demise has come and it looks like he doesn't know how to play anymore. It looks like he can't, he cannot get around on the fastball. Okay. We, we understood his situation when he was swinging and missing at the off-speed pitches. I would sit here and tell you, he's lost the strike zone. He doesn't understand what his strike zone is, okay? He's got to stop getting out on pitchers' pitches. Make them beat you. He's swinging and stuff three feet in the dirt. Now, the past season and a half, he's getting blown away by the fastball. Fastball is getting blown right by him. And so at this spot, if in a situation like that, when the fastball is blowing by you, you got to wonder, what should we do? He's not the greatest defensive catcher. Now he's not hitting. And he looks like he can't hit. And so for Aaron Boone to say people were, old, well, he was unfairly criticized. He kept coming up in big situations and failing. Okay, I get that that if you fail 7 out of 10 times in Major League Baseball, you got to shot the Hall of Fame. But he's failing like 9 out of 10 times to the point that Higgy had to start games in the postseason and was in the game-deciding situation for the Yankees. It's when to go home. Higgy's starting, not Sanchez. Higgy, who was hitting 186 for his career. So what are the Yankees doing? That's our poll question. At Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Also, you can weigh in on the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Who should the Yankees starting catcher be in 2021? Should it be Gary Sanchez? Should it be JT Riomuto? Should it be Yadier Molina? Or should it be, or should you get Higgy with it? <laughs> Those are your choices. I'm very curious to hear what you have to say and why. 1 800 919 3776. Also, when you call in, I want you to tell Brian and Jake what you, what you, I know some of you are cooking tonight. I kind of want to know what you're cooking. Kind of want to know what you got planned on the menu for tomorrow. Because I heard my guy Carlin talk about the he just he 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 can I just share this with you I'm 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 kind of looking at some of my colleagues with a side eye here on 987 ESPN. I am. I got my my good friend Carlin, who thinks Turkey is overrated. I've got Michael K, who doesn't eat stuffing. And I'm like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> I I understand that you might think of Turkey because you have to have it as a leftover for Thanksgiving. So I think Turkey gets a bad rap. But stuffing is outstanding. Oh come on. And 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 I was listening to that discussion with Michael Don and Peter. About stuffing being in the bird, stuffing is not always in the bird. Like Jeanette fix, fix, fixes her stuffing separately in the casserole. I'm trying to get her to make a separate casserole for me, but you know, we'll see what happens. one 800 919 3776 Also on Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore seven FM. Who should be the Yankees starting catcher in twenty twenty one? Kyle Higasioka, Yadier Molina, JT Riomuto, or Gary Sanchez, the incumbent. Let's go to the phones. Marvin's in the Bronx. Marvin, you are batting leadoff on ESPN New York tonight. How are you?
2: What's up, Le- First of all, I'm going to clear the table on this. Um, Colin and, and Kay are white guys. My mother was from rural Georgia, and you know she can cook. Mm-hmm, she can make mm-hmm. a car tire taste well. So, <laughs> whatever price you have on Thanksgiving – the days after even better. My mother would make this soup out of the, the, chicken, the turkey bones. That was awesome. My cousin Hurricane Jackson back in the fish was no more content in the world. Mm-hmm. He just come and eat my mother because mm-hmm. of the way she cooked. There so those go. two guys, I don't know, if they take it.
1: Well, you know what it is, Marvin. They haven't. They probably haven't had really good turkey or really good stuffing. That's probably what it is.
2: Well, well I got to tell you this. My father couldn't stand turkeys. Uh huh. See? Because he used to hunt them when he was growing up in Georgia. He said, now I got to buy one? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, <Very> nice. <laughs> look, I'm going to tell you this, Larry. Yes. I'm a Sanchez man. Okay. I was at the stadium one day, and this guy threw a guy out from, from home plate on his knees. I said, whoa. And I've been watching Yankee catches since Elston Howard. Wow. Who was one of my heroes, right? Yes. Yeah, but sure. I, I think he's lost his confidence. I think. The Yankees have to give him a a new injection of confidence, let him know, look, you're going to be our man, and we're just going to hang in there with you. Because the the, the trade this guy and get rid of him and watch him go somewhere else and become a star will be something I will not be smiling on. Mm. And thanks for letting me lead off. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there and to you and your family.
1: And to you and your family as well, Marvin. Thanks for checking in. 1 800 919 3776. I meant also want to find out what you guys are cooking right now, what you guys are preparing um, for tomorrow. You know, I'm very curious to see what's on your menu for tomorrow. You know, um, we've got some. I was trying to sneak in. You know, Spike asked me last night what was on the menu. I told him it was a bit above my pay grade because I wasn't really sure. But I, I've, I've seen some I've seen little sweet potatoes, I've seen some turkey, some stuffing, seen, you know, some other things. I'm, I'm, and there's more, I understand uh, there's some other things that's going to be cooked tomorrow. I saw some collard greens in there. I I, I think I'm going to be, I, I think it was a smart move today for me, Brian and Jake, to not eat much. I think that was a smart move today because I got a feeling I'm going to be making up for that tomorrow. And, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to go by the philosophy of uh, my former host, my former co-host Billy Taylor used to play for the Giants, and he used to always say, "Larry, it's about uh, breaking even. <laughs> it's about breaking even." So in my mind, knowing what I'm, what I expect to eat tomorrow, guys, I decided to eat light today to break even. Did you have a salad or something? Um, kind of. <laughs> I, had, I had a tuna salad sandwich. I'm kind of curious what a car tire tastes like. Um, I tell you what, knowing how many folks cook from that area, uh, it would be tender and moist and tasty and well-seasoned. All right, I'm <laughs> it in. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be hard like a tire. <laughs> I guarantee you that, Jake. It wouldn't be like that. It would not. Be like that. 1-800-919-3776. Bob's in Tom's River. Hey, Bob, you're next on eight seven.
3: Hi. How are you doing tonight?
1: Good, Bob. What's happening?
3: Okay. Uh, listen, Gary Sanchez, what would he be doing if uh, they got rid of him? He'd be doing the same thing that he's doing with the Yankees right now. You mm-hmm. remember when he came up? He came up in that stump season where it was like a month and a half, and he hit like 20 home runs. You yeah. remember that? Yep. And yep. everyone went crazy over that. Yep. The thing is, by the next year, every single pitcher in the, in the majors had a book on him. Mm. And basically the book was he'll swing at anything. So don't feed him any strikes because this is what he does. And he's mm-hmm. just gone downhill since then, as far as his hitting is concerned. Mm-hmm. His fielding is awful. It's yeah. atrocious. He it's leads uh, the league in per-game averages for third strikes missed for wild pitch pass balls on and on and on, all of these defensive uh, categories. He's terrible, Mm -hmm. and he can't call a game. This is something that the young pitchers on the Yankees have been complaining about when they leave the team. Mm -hmm. Sonny Gray leaves, it gets much better. A lot of other young players did the same thing. Or, if they got a chance to pitch to Romine, by the way, Romine should be the Yankee catcher next year. He's the best. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they got the pitch to Rome line, their performance just soared. Look at the veteran pitchers. They have the power to say, I don't want to pitch to this guy. And they avoid him like the plague. So, I mean, he's just not a good catcher. He doesn't call the He doesn't call the pitchers that the pitchers want to get outs on because those are low pitches and he can't handle them. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, not a good uh, situation.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Thanks for the phone call, Bob. Um, and and what's even scarier is you you get a pitcher like Zach Britton, right? Who bounces you need to bring your if you're a catcher with Zach Britton, you need to bring your goalie mask and knee pads. <laughs> Cause it's gonna bounce this pitch, it has so much movement low in the way, you're gonna have to, you know, you're in the ground, you're 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 blocking pitches a lot. And you have to wonder in the back of your mind, if you're Zach Britton, can you throw that with a runner in scoring position with Sanchez behind the plate? And I and to tell you, when Kay mentioned yesterday that Garrett Cole said he did not want to pitch to Gary Sanchez, that that's not good. This is the this is the, you know, gazillion million million dollar guy. That is your ace. And when he says he doesn't want to pitch to him, that's not a good sign. That is not a good sign. Uh, so I, I really don't know what the Yankees are going to do here. Uh, you you know, we talk about trading him, but I mean, honestly, what are you going to get for him right now? Who? What are you going to get and who would take him? You know, I, I don't think you're going to get a lot back for him at this point. Because of how bad he's been. Now, I know there's some folks who listen. And even Kay said, I would still, I would bring him back and let's see what happens, but he would be on the short lease. So that's that That to me is interesting because he, you know, there, there's talent there, but I think Bob had a great point. And we talked about it as far as losing his strike zone. And he does swing at everything. Low and the way, he swings all the time. But my concern was, even when he got the fastball, he wasn't making connection. See, that's scary. That's a scary thing. Guys have to be able to, if you can't hit a fastball in the major leagues, you can't play. I'm just saying. There are a number of players, okay, who who have got to the major leagues and who have had short careers because of their inability to hit off speed pitching. But not fastball pitching, Okay. I mean, even when pitchers make a mistake, he wasn't able to connect on the fastball. That is scary. That's scary. So I'm just really curious to see what the Yankees are going to do, and I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about it as well. Our poll question tonight focuses on the Yankees' catching situation. Who should be the Yankees' starting catcher in 2021? Gary Sanchez, JT Riamuto, Yadier Molina, or Kyle Higashioka? Here's what some of you have said. I'll give you some numbers shortly. Let's begin with at Justin Rosell, who says, hopes it's Molina. Seems unlikely, though. Yankees are going to tender Sanchez a contract and hope they look to trade him. He would be making about $6 mil a year, I think. Low number for his talent might be enticing. At NYC, Johnny Blaze says, keep preaching, brother. Gary's awful. He's got to go. Can't hit, can't catch, can't call a game. What purpose does he serve? At C. Carlson 5, I'm surprised how divided these results are. And to give you a tease, they're all over the map. Uh, at NYC, Johnny Blaze then comes back and says he wants Molina. At Pooch Olive, I really don't think it'll be JT. Yanks need that money for DJ. That's another subject. <laughs> I think they should sign and Molina and let Yadi Gary, Kyle battle it out this year. What do you think? 1-800-919-3776. Yeah, and that's an interesting point because uh, Brian is very concerned that DJ LeMay, who has played his last game for the Yankees. Brian's very, very co- – Brian's a little nervous about this. Yes, I am. A little nervous. A little nervous. Because I keep seeing articles that they might bring Didi back. Um, yeah, and are you – he should have been MVP. Mm-hmm. Two years in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing. What, what's taking so long? If you, you got a MVP candidate and you're just leaving him there? Give him what he well, wants. He, well, here's the issue now, Brian. He's 32, right? If he wants a four- or five-year deal, how is he going to perform at the tail end of that deal? See, that's I think that's their concern and the amount of money it's going to cost to get him. Now, here's what you're hoping. If you're a Yankee fan, to get back to the calls in a second, If you're a Yankee fan, what you're hoping is that because of the situation with COVID, because there were so many teams that lost, well, all teams lost money, but there were so many teams that lost money that it's going to limit how much teams are going to be able to sign players unless they really, 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 really want them. Like pitchers have been, you know, pitchers have been getting signed, but you haven't seen a whole lot of everyday players getting signed. you yet to be signed. Okay, there's a number of players who are still that's still out there. So and that's the reason because of the fact that teams are looking and saying, you yeah, know, I don't know if we can afford them. So that's what the hope is and I think the Yankees are hoping that nobody else will be able to match that offer and he'll come back. And if they do get a uh, if they do get an offer that they feel they can't refuse, at least they know they'll get the draft choice, which I know for you, Brian, doesn't help you any because the draft choice is not D.J. LeMahieu, right? Of course. I got it. 1-800-919-3776. Back to the phones we go. Bruce is in Flushing. Hey, Bruce, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry, how you doing? Great. How are you?
4: Okay. Let me put on my Yankee general manager hat.
1: Good. I love it when you do that. All
4: right. First things first, Sanchez. Sanchez will not be on this team next year. Worst case scenario will be created by the trade deadline. Best case scenario will be created before the season. So everybody's reacting to, how come Aaron Boone is saying nice things about Gary Sanchez? Well, if we go back into history about a year ago, and Brian Cashman said, Sonny Gray can't make it in New York. We're going to get rid of him. I'm paraphrasing. That's basically what he said. Mm -hmm. Couldn't give him away. Couldn't get any kind of equal value for Sonny Gray. So Cashman said, hmm, he's not stupid. So he learned from his mistake. And instead of him talking up Sanchez, he has Aaron Boone talking up Sanchez. So this is all smokescreen. They'll probably give him the contract. And then at some point, they will trade him. Preferably before the season, but by the crane deadline. So then you ask me, Larry, well, Bruce, who would take Gary
1: Sanchez? Are you going to do both parts or are you going to let me do my part here in, 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 this, oh, okay. in this play action? <laughs> you can't do both. Okay. All right, so, Bruce, yes. tell me, if Sanchez is not here, who's going to be the starting catcher?
4: Who's going to be the starting catcher?
1: Who's going to take him? Who's going to take Well, I want both. You're the GM. Okay. <laughs> First,
4: Miami. Is going to take Gary Sanchez? Wow, Do you
1: either wants Sanchez. Oh. What? <laughs> Do you either wants Sanchez. <laughs>
4: well, Dembo wants Sanchez. Remember, Dembo uh, okay. was can pick, part of he he drafting him. him. Yeah. he was part of him as an international free agent. Mm-hmm. Actually, he grew up in the Yankee system. The the catcher Athelio, Af, the way he didn't like him, and they replaced him with another catcher towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And with that bat, you know, that the Sanchez bat is a seducive thing. It's like a beautiful, sexy woman. They just can't say no to that potential bat. Mm. So now you're going to tell me, and you ask me, who's going to be catcher? Yes. I I think one, well, Hickey could be the catcher is a mm-hmm. possibility. Right. I think it may be Molina, possibly. Mm-hmm. Jeff Romine or Jeff McCann, okay. depending on price and stuff like that. Okay. Second point to, mm-hmm. to, to, for Brian. Brian and all Yankee fans, it's okay if D.J. LeMayo goes to another team because if you bring D.D. back and you put Thomas at second base, you've made that team a lot better. And in addition... If if you trade for Francisco Lindor and you have um, Thomas as a second baseman, that, that's the keystone combination for the next 10 years. And Larry, you know Yankee history. Oh. What was the most important thing about Yankee lineups over the years when they were good? Did they were Yankees? balanced. A but, lot
1: of left-handed power.
4: And switch hitters. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Lindor is a switch hitter, and, 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 and that's going to make – to it better it, it's a lot like chess you mm-hmm. know sometimes you have to sacrifice a piece sometimes is a pawn sometimes is a knight sometimes is a bishop and sometimes it's the queen and to make the board better mm-hmm. if you put lindor and and thomas in in, in, in as a combination that's going to make the yankee team better then i have one more yankee point if i can All right, yeah go ahead I'm reading in the websites that the Yankees should trade for, uh, for, for Snell from Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Do not go near him with a 10-foot pole. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay knows their pitching. Right. They traded Archer before he broke down. They traded yeah. Price and a relief Price, if I'm not mistaken, also broke down with an injury after yeah. he was traded to mm-hmm. Boston. Yeah. You you don't mess with – there's a reason why Tampa Bay wants to get rid of them. Not because of their money necessarily, because they know something that we don't. And look at history. Every time they've created a a good pitcher away, he's broken down physically. That's why if you're the Yankees, you do not go anywhere near us now.
1: I hear what you're saying, Bruce. Thanks for the phone call. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving. So, interesting. So, Bruce has Lindor and Gleyber Torres. As the uh short and second base combo. And I will say this about Bruce. He has been consistent with those two. He really, really likes Lindor. And I just don't know what the Yankees are willing to give up for Lindor. And I don't know that, and I, you know, conventional wisdom says that Cleveland doesn't is not able, not that they don't want to. They're not going to be able to sign him. So he's going to be available and there's a, a good market for him. A switch hitter at the top of that lineup, it would be interesting. But and obviously he is younger than DJ. But I tell you, DJ made quite an impression in his years here, right? He's been He's been that guy that when we talk about home run, or nothing with the Yankees, be it regular season, be it postseason, for the most part, since he's been here, he's been that guy that that makes contact and makes contact to all fields. And that's what you love about him if you're a Yankee fan. Because he's a guy that always makes contact. He always puts the ball in play. And more times than not, as evidenced by his back-to-back batting titles, as evidence of that, he's normally right hitting them where there's, not, there's no fielders, which in the era of the shift is pretty impressive <laughs> because that means you can't find the spot. You can't really think where he's going to hit the ball because he uses all fields. Maybe you'd like a little more power out of him, but I'm just saying for what he brings to the table, The fact that he connects, makes contact. The fact that he drives and runs. I know, Bruce, when you put your general manager's hat on, you didn't make Brian feel any better. I don't think so. I really don't. And our poll question tonight is an interesting one. It talks about the situation with the New York Yankees at the catching position. Who should be the Yankees starting backstop in 2021? Should it be Gary Sanchez, JT Riomuto, Yadier Molina, or Kyle Higashioka? Some of you have weighed in interestingly. Like uh, Jay from Brooklyn says, How are the Yankees getting Riomuto when they plan on decreasing payroll? Molina can groom Sanchez or expose him further. Also, uh here is uh Blaze nyc uncle l happy thanksgiving same to you and your family we've drafted catchers the past few years so we got spoiled by jorge posada so we expect that production from every guy in that spot gary sanchez has to come back because he's that intoxicating p word potential but that gets coaches fired it does and he does have a lot of potential and he does and listen those first couple of years when he was here, as we mentioned, he was the guy that was launching the ball out of the ballpark. But once again, it's been the inability of Sanchez in combination with the Yankee hitting coaches to adjust to what Major League pitchers are doing to him. Okay? And they have, they're not doing what needs to be done as far as making him lock him, locking him into being more disciplined as far as his strike zone is concerned. And that's what needs to happen with him. As one of the callers said before, he swings at everything, everything. I don't know whether he has a plan. It goes out the window when he gets to the batter's box. I mean, I don't know what's wrong but he should not be as bad as he is. now listen a couple of you have made a, a good point. Buddha was the last one to make it and that is it was a t- it was a short year. if you if you extrapolated his numbers throughout the season, perhaps there's a spot in there where he gets hot offensively right? where he's able to carry the team and build his confidence back. And then now the numbers are different. Maybe that would be it. Maybe that would have been the scenario. But that didn't happen. And as I mentioned earlier, on December 2nd, the Yankees have a decision to make. They'd have to tender him a contract or he's going to be a free agent. And are they willing to give him 5 to $6 million to say, hey, okay, you're our guy this year. And let's see what happens, because it could be the same way it was last year. They don't have to change anything. They could just say, "Okay, listen, we've got Sanchez and we got Higgy, and we'll get another third catcher if we need one, just to you know, just to have somebody there." And we know, and as of right now, we know that Higgy is going to start with Garrett Cole. I would assume they'll pick it up right where they left off. Although, you know, it was funny, Cole talked earlier. When he first got here about the fact he had no problem with Sanchez. Oh, we work well, we, we talk, we work well together, blah, blah, blah. And then slowly but surely it was Hickey. And then it maintained Hickey for the rest of the year and into the playoffs. And obviously, Boone couldn't say, Well, we need his offense in there. Can you you know, we have to have to you have to you have to, you have to make the adjustment. Because he didn't give them that option. So that's the question for you at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. And of course, on the phones, 1-800-919-3776. Let's see what happened in the world today.
0: Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty.
1: So, desperate for a victory, the windless New York Jets are hoping quarterback Sam Darnold can return to the lineup this week and provide a much-needed spark. Today, Darnold practiced for the first time in nearly three weeks, tested his injured right shoulder with the goal of starting Sunday against Miami at MetLife Stadium. So he was scheduled to do quite a bit in practice, and according to Adam Gase saying the third-year quarterback will participate in individual and team periods, he said the plan was to, quoting Gase, eliminate unnecessary throwing, and of quote, during other periods in practice. Joe Flacco said he had a very live arm. So the question to Adam Gase, does Sam need to change the way he plays to stay healthy?
5: Well, I mean, I think we can help with some of the things that we do uh, as a coaching staff, just making sure, you know, let's not run, like, lead draw with him. We can avoid some of those type of things, but I think at the same time, we got to let him play the way he, he's accustomed to playing. You know, his, his biggest thing to protect himself is, you know, when he gets in those positions outside the pocket, you know, it might be a throwaway instead of trying to do something crazy and extend the play to the point of, you know, he's put him in some harm's way. I, I think there are some things that he can do to protect himself, but at the same time, where it doesn't Completely take away from the way that he, he
1: plays. How about putting somebody in the slot and having some quick passes out of that brilliant offense that you've got? Dallas Cowboys strength and conditioning coordinator Marcus Paul, the longtime Giants assistant who was rushed to the hospital yesterday, died this evening at the age of 54. Cowboys said Paul died surrounded by his family and that the cause of death is pending. It's believed he had a heart attack yesterday morning. According to sources, was prompted his transport to Plano Presbyterian Hospital. The team said he died after a lengthy series of further medical tests. They will recognize him tomorrow. Prior to the Cowboys' home Thanksgiving Day game against Washington, he was in his third season with Dallas. Two as an assistant strength coach and this season promoted to coordinator. You remember he spent the 11 previous seasons with the New York football Giants, 2007 through 17, winning two Super Bowls with Big Blue. Sticking with the NFL, the Raven Steelers has been moved to Sunday after more COVID-19 tests. Here's ESPN's Dan Graziano.
5: Ravens have had seven positive player tests in the last three days, including two new that came back this morning. Um, they are going to continue. They wanted some more days. Of t- the league wanted some more days of testing, right? They wanted to be able to continue testing for the next several days to identify uh how far this spread is going they're hoping it's stopping here they're also identifying the close contacts of those players that have tested positive and evaluating them none of the seven players who tested positive will be allowed to play in the game sunday they won't be cleared by them so it's running backs mark ingram jk dobbins the backup quarterback trace mcsorley uh, linebacker pernell McPhee, the uh, center matt scura Defensive lineman Calais Campbell and an offensive lineman Patrick McCarry. Those guys are all out for the game because they tested positive. So they pushed back the game because they got a couple more positives today and they want to make sure and take as, as many days as possible to continue testing to assess where this thing stands and whether it's safe to play it on even on Sunday.
1: Hats off to the NFL for canceling that game tomorrow night with those many players testing positive with COVID-19. I really thought that they would try to go with that game anyway, but they moved it to Sunday. It was the right thing to do. More sad news in the world of sports. Diego Maradona, one of the world's greatest soccer players the game has produced, has died at the age of 60. This is according to Matias Morala. He is his longtime lawyer and agent. The World Cup winner was recently hospitalized and underwent brain surgery, was released earlier this month on the 11th. He won the 86th World Cup with Argentina, also played for Barcelona at the club level, as well as Napoli, and he helped lead this to the Serie A title. Our Jeremy Schapp has more on the passing of Diego Maradona.
0: He towered over the game for such a long period of time. And you think about Diego Maradona, as you said, one of the greatest players ever, arguably the greatest ever, the most skilled ever. Uh, certainly, you know, in that conversation with a very few names with Pelé and Stefano and Messi and Eusebio, Maradona is right there. But, but there's almost no question that he had the greatest tournament when it mattered most that anyone's ever had. It, the 1986 World Cup in Mexico, it, it's been described this way by so many. He single-handedly led Argentina to that remarkable World Cup victory. What he did in the quarterfinal against England, there was the hand of God moment where he later admitted, of course, that he punched in the goal with his hand. And then just a few minutes later, the goal that many consider the most spectacular, the most stunning the greatest example of pure soccer skill that we've ever seen.
1: There's no question about that. He was a phenomenal player. Listen, if you've got one name, people know you by one name, you're doing okay. And that was the situation with Maradona. He will be missed. Moving on to baseball. Mets consider former pitcher Chris Young for general manager. This source, according to the Mets, there's a source. According to the Mets, they are deep into their ongoing search for a GM as a familiar name popped up in competition this week. You remember, he's a former pitcher and current MLB executive. Chris Young being considered for the team's opening general manager position. So, he was interviewed with the team and is likely part of a group of six GM candidates that team president Sandy Alderson has already evaluated. He said this week there may be a second or third round of interviews before the Mets make a decision. And the Knicks have another coaching hire. Did you guys hear about this? Former Leon Rose client Aaron Brooks, along with two more scouts, Brooks' title is, quote, two-way laison, end of quote. What is that, Larry? Well, it's the first usage of the position in the NBA. That means his focus will primarily be on the Knicks' pair of two-way players who are only allowed to play in up to 50 regular season NBA games. The current two-way players are point guard Jared Harper and swingman Theo Pinson, one of Rhodes' favorite former clients at CAA. Of course, the two-way players can change since those contracts aren't guaranteed. I wonder if they can play at all. That's top stories. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Jake. So who should be the Yankees' starting catcher in 2021? Gary Sanchez? JT Realmuto, Yadier Molina? Or Kyle Higashioka? 30% of you say Hickey. 28 say Gary. 23 say JT. 18 say Yadier Molina. And listen, here's what we know about Molina. He is a solid, solid defensive catcher. He is tremendous. But I would say this, ladies and gentlemen, and the, and the poll numbers are all over, which is great. If I'm the Yankees, I don't change anything with my with my catchers right now. I gotta wait till the start of the season. I gotta wait and see what's happening. I just do. I'll give I'll, I'll give Sanchez okay. Maybe we'll go to arbitration. Whatever. I give him five six million. Whatever I have to give him, minimal. And then we'll see how he plays this year. If he does not play well by the All Star before the All Star break, I gotta move him. I have to. But we'll see. Maybe he can find himself. Maybe he can be that guy. Maybe he can come back to the player that we've seen. Because there, as many of you have said, there's a lot of potential there. This guy has been, he's shown you some things. It is incumbent upon him to do a better job in transitioning to what the pitchers are doing. And they have to. They have to. He's got to do a better job. And the other person, very quietly, that has to do the same thing is Aaron Judge. Chasing that that pitch low in the way. Got to stop chasing. Who would have thought that this year? Listen, Giancarlo Stanton did not have a bad year, ladies and gentlemen. He did not have a bad year. He hit well. And he was decent in the postseason. Decent. Carried you in a couple of rounds, carried you, and I know how Yankee fans feel about him, but still. But once again, Yankees got a lot of things they got to do, a lot of things they got to work on. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. Joins us next on ninety eight seven. Hey, Trey,
6: what's going on, Larry?
1: Are you open tomorrow?
6: No sir, no sir.
1: <laughs> so Uh-oh. did you? So you did your Thanksgiving dinner yesterday.
6: No, today, no, no, we did. You did well, today, we, we, and then
1: you'll, you know, we, put it in the oven tomorrow.
6: No, 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 no. Well, I'm, well, I'm gonna cook for the fam tomorrow. Okay. So, but that's at a, in a much more relaxed setting than doing yes, that. Yes, of part. course. But it's more pressure. So, no, no pressure at all. We're doing the same thing you guys are doing. Miss Jeanette uh, was a great idea with the chicken with the turkey breast. Mm-hmm. Only thing I'm gonna stuff mine. Oh. Hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna do uh, two with the spinach and. Uh, spinach and garlic, and then the other one's going to be uh, broccoli and cheese.
1: Okay, so you're stuffing your turkey breast with spinach and garlic and broccoli and cheese, two different
6: ones? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Huh,
1: okay. Mm-hmm.
6: Huh. And, uh, you know, the traditional size, of course, the greatest mac and cheese on the planet, stole a recipe from my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going down. Um, okay. Uh. We'll do some other things. We'll do some other uh, things too. Are you um, a baker okay, too? Of course. No, no, I'm not that talented, Larry. That's too too intricate for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you you do an eighth of something over, and Larry, you're liable to burn down the house.
4: Yeah, you know, I know. It's, it's
6: not good. It's true. It's not good, Larry. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a stick to what I know. That there are other people that are that are professionals at that. So no, no, we're not.
1: So, uh, good, Larry. Sergeant, great cook.
6: Yes. Yes, he is. Nope. Yes, he is. I I'm mean, y- yeah, yeah, really good cook, and he's a vegetarian too. So really, he gets super creative. Yeah, okay. that's why he's. That's why he's gonna stick around forever in a day because mm-hmm. he yeah. takes care of himself. Yeah, well, but um, yeah, we're gonna keep it basic, Larry. You know, smaller. You know, I like I like what Buddha said earlier. You know, saying protect the moms, even though mm-hmm. she's gonna be around. It's okay. very important, Larry. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If we really wanna you know, really wanna celebrate Thanksgiving, let's keep in mind what this is. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. and we gotta still take those precautions, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Protect the Uncle Spikes out there, ladies and gentlemen. That's Protect right. Buddha's Buddha's mom. You know, if you don't want to wear a mask, wear for wear for the person that, that you gotta walk next to or stand next to in the grocery store. It's important. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Sure. And then is. it's our sure. way
6: of life now. If you would have told me this a year ago when we were doing our Thanksgiving shout out, Larry, I wouldn't have believed you.
1: Yeah, I know what you're but, saying. You yeah, know what right. I mean?
6: You know what you're I mean? Right. But 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 at but but now this is the new normal, man. So you know what mm-hmm. so I don't care if you gotta go get a Nick mask or a, a cowboy mask if you're a cowboy fan, oh god. Get a just put a mask on and protect the other person that's next to you, man, because it's so important. It definitely is. You know is. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then that if that's anything that I could say about this Thanksgiving, man, is if you're gonna, you know, congregate, do it in the safest way possible, man. Don't don't be dumb. Don't don't be dumb with it. You know what I mean? Be be smart and think about the next person. You don't have to think about yourself. Be selfless and think mm-hmm. about the next person.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
6: So, Perfect. All right, but so to the poll question. Yes. Very funny, Larry. Because <laughs> you know what Gary Sanchez does, right? He goes on these <laughs> streaks. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He'll hit home run in like five straight games and yep. Yankee fans. He's like, yeah, he's back up. Oh, Gary released the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Then he goes into a, you know, one for his last 16, and, you know, it, it's, it, he's so up and down, man. He's yeah. he's like, I don't know, man. He's like no other Yankee that I think I've ever seen that is so up and down. But when he produces, this dude can hit the ball out of probably any stadium that's been ever constructed. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And, and then, you know, and I, we all know what this is. They're blocking him from going up north. Yeah, That's what they, that's what they don't Absolutely. They don't want him to go up north and fix him. No,
1: no. They no. don't
6: want you. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about up north, right? Yeah, I sure do. Okay. Yeah, I hate even saying that detestable yeah, city and state. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Them.
1: Let's just say yeah. uh, Massachusetts.
6: The funny folks from up north. That's what yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we 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 don't want them to get him and fix him, because no, dear lord, man, the Yankee that'll that, that'll never we'll never live that down.
1: Nope,
6: nope. So nope. you know, honestly, man, let Hickey start, man. I think he's earned it. He's been in the he's been in the Yankee organization like fourteen years. Mm-hmm. He's earned it. Let that man start the season, even though now this is you know this is just my dream and probably dreams of other Yankee fans, but. Gary Sanchez is gonna start the season. I I don't think people heard the Aaron Boone conversation the other day on the Michael K show. Mm-hmm. This man is gonna be the catcher whenever the season starts, Larry. He's going to be the catcher. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know what he has on the stand on the Steinbrenners and Brian Cashman, but he got something because this man should not be doing it because he doesn't do his job well. No. But he's gonna be here. And like you said, I think it's gonna play out the way you said, about five about five, six million dollars in arbitration. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go forward. And if he stumbles, Higashioka is right there to help him. Yep. And that's it. that's what it's going to be, Larry. I don't. All these other pipe dreams, bringing Yadi air, Molina, man. Don't give me Yadi now. I wanted Yadi ten years ago. <laughs> don't give me Yadi now, man. I love Yadi, and I know he's a gamer. Don't give me <laughs> Yadi now. I don't want him now. Nah, it's too late, man. Nah, man. Nope, nope. Go to Kansas City, get a bag. See what I'm saying, Larry? They yeah, all I like to you. come here at the end. I don't know what it is. What is it with athletes, man? We need to have a conversation about this one night, Larry. What the hell is it about you? You don't want to come here and win. You just want to come here and get your last bag. bag. And they do it in damn near every sport.
1: But you know what it is? I think that's a great point, Trey. But you know what it is? Seriously, I think very simply, it's for them. I thought I would have won more. Now let me get a chance to get paid and see if I can win one on the way out. And that's why people <laughs> want to join the Yankees. I mean, it's the same thing. It's it's why it's why Carmelo was in a, a Laker uniform
6: <laughs> at the end of that's his that's career.
1: <laughs> What's Carmelo doing in a Laker uniform?
4: You're
6: right, and and yeah, and you good. know what, Larry? Probably nine times out of ten, it, does, it ends up not working out. That's right. That's and, right. that and doesn't, man. You. And, ah. We need to have a conversation about that one night, Larry. I'm I'm telling you, you that is a that, that, very a interesting it conversation.
1: Is. It really would be. It really would be and we need uh-huh. to get somebody who did it.
6: <laughs> hey, Larry, get look, you know what you do? What you do is you interview Jason Bay who came and stole a bag. Wow. You interview like Jalen, get Jalen, because he ain't doing nothing between the podcast and stuff. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? He up there. He's part of the family. You yep, know what absolutely. What the hell is it about New York that y'all want to come here and get your last bag on the way out the door? Yeah. That's all I want to know. That's Burn on question. that question over the Thanksgiving holiday.
1: <laughs> I definitely will, and you do the same, my friend. We'll talk. Enjoy your holiday.
6: Y'all be careful, man. God bless y'all.
1: All right. Take care, Trey. Man, oh, man. So, Brian, before we go, uh, you have a shout-out to give. put me on the spot Larry because I got a lot of things going on yeah it's my wife's birthday it's happy Mm -hmm. birthday Chrissy she's probably not listening but yes she is somebody's listening (laughs) somebody was listening to find out if you gave her the shout out for her birthday I guarantee you that oh I know maybe maybe (laughs) maybe it's one of her yeah one of her friends from somewhere absolutely well I hope she had a great birthday and uh Brian, Jake, thank you very much. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. You guys have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you on the drive following Jets, Dolphins Sunday, 98.7 ESPN.
0: This is ESPN New York Tonight.